edition of the of Countout, the Plastic Joint Wrestling Podcast. I am your host, Ramses. Unfortunately, something happened with Stan the other day. See, we were going to record a show between him and me, but then all of a sudden he got jumped by ninjas, and I've been trying to look for him, and because it's me, I just said, screw it, he'll be fine. So, I found a, a suitable replacement. So, why don't, why don't you introduce yourself? Uh, hi, everybody. I'm Eric. I'm a new addition to Plastic Joint. I don't know if you've been reading my Toku reviews, basically. Uh, I've been doing the Common Rider Wizard reviews for the, uh, well, essentially since the start of the series. Um, I'm a pretty big wrestling fan myself. Um, and since I just got brought into this, you know, they kind of wanted to expose me a little bit more to everyone else. I mean, I'm still pretty new to everything in regards to what the site is. So I'm just here to fill in for Stan uh, until he gets back from his ninja adventure. Which might be a while. Quite some time, so uh, get used to me. Exactly. So um, so you, you, we, we, we've talked before like a little bit through uh, at conventions and stuff like that, but like, you know... Yeah. Um, so, like, how did you get started with your, with your wrestling, um, of, like, with your interest in wrestling? Uh, mostly it started from uh, when I was younger. Um, my cousins, the majority of my family, they grew up and, you know, they were watching the golden age of things. And I saw the majority of that through VHS recordings that they did from, you know, most of the pay-per-views. Uh, and then, you know, as I started getting older, I started getting more and more into it, watching more televised events. And then, you know, with the introduction of Raw and then WCW... And, you know, it was it was a great time as a kid. You know, the Attitude Era was probably one of the best. And, and people regarded it as that way. And for good reason, too. Um, but, yeah, I've, I've been a pretty big wrestling fan. Um, and I, I guess there's not really much else to say. Uh, regardless of whether, you know, everyone bitches about it being fake or not, I really don't care. It's a hell of a lot more entertaining than most sport events that I, I see or that I go to. Um and plus the the storylines that they add in, it, it just it makes everything that much better. So yeah, I I agree totally. It's um, you know when we when we first when we first did the show, we discussed that you know even like the most jaded of person, if they just go see it live, that magic mm-hmm. comes with, comes with you, and you just oh, don't care if it's fake or not. It's like you can't yeah, replicate first, that kind of that feeling. Yeah, first uh, I think I was probably maybe about like seven or eight. I went to my first house show. It was a WCW house show. And I honestly, I don't remember how. I think, it. you know, you know when you're a kid and you're in the car and a 10-minute drive seems like forever. So I really I can't remember where we went to go see it, but uh, I think it was maybe somewhere out in L.A. I went with my family, and, oh, man, I, I, I loved it. I had, uh, I had my NWO shirt and just I just loved it. It was, it was fucking great. That was probably, yeah, that was the first house show that I went to. 
and um yeah it was it was great it was great seeing everyone we had pretty cheap seats but i really didn't care it was just awesome seeing everything live yeah that, that like i said it, it's it's that kind of magic where it's just like you like 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 we we watch it on tv and someone will watch it on tv and yeah we, we'll be like yeah some some we'll we'll catch some things and we're like what but you know, yeah you'll it's 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 uh, sorry to interrupt, but yeah, it's 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 weird. It's when you see it in TV, they have all the best camera angles, and you see everything. So you'll see a little, quick little slip, like uh, slip up. You'll see someone you know overselling a move more than it needed to be. But when you're there and you're just caught up in the, in the magic of everything, like you said, you just see it and you just see everything go on. I mean, you see it from basically one specific angle, but the way that you're looking at it, everything is just it's it's then and there. It it looks like just complete. Like a fucking symphony, more or less. It, everything is just worked on so well. But when you see it on TV, yeah, it's it's completely different. It's a different beast, just because you see everything, everything that actually happens in that situation. So yeah, it is it is more of like a, I guess like a double edged sword in, in 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 a sense. So as great as everything looks in person, when you actually see it and you see kind of more or less a mastered version of it, it just it doesn't have that same magic. I mean, it's still entertaining, but it just doesn't have that magic, that awe, that mystery that you see in person. Yeah, and, you know, and like I said, like, you know, regardless of who you are, it's like, some, no, there is something there for everyone. You just, gotta, you just gotta look deep here. And, you know, and that's an interesting story that you brought up. And, you know, it's great that we have you, and it's great that you and me pretty much have like this, that same kind of like beginnings as well. Cause like myself, I started my brother. We used, used to watch, we used to watch all these wrestling videos, and the very first match I remember seeing when I was a little kid was it was Saturday Night's Main Event. It was Paul Orndorff mm-hmm. versus Hulk Hogan, and it was their cage match. And you know, if you mm-hmm. saw that live, <laughs> that match would have been like what? But, you know, it was TV, and, like, I was, like, what, I was, like, four or five, and I didn't just, I didn't care. Yeah. I just saw, I just saw, I just saw these two guys just go at it, and I was, like, this is awesome. I, and ever since then, I haven't stopped. I think I became more jaded over the years. Uh, yeah, you, your, your, your taste starts to develop more, and you see kind of, uh, you see, um, you see it for what it really is. Like, when you're a kid and you see everything, it just, it seems so like uh, mystifying more or less and then you know as you get older you start to just to realize okay it's it's not all that it's cocked up to be it's still entertaining but it just it doesn't have that same feeling that it had when you did i mean at least more or less in my sense i mean i remember seeing you know tapings of like wrestlemania 3 as a kid and it just it, it you know i saw it and i'm like oh my god this is just so amazing just it blew my fucking mind and then as i'm watching it now I, i'm just like wow this <laughs> This is kind of shitty. Just just compared to the you know, like I'm used to the production values now because it's it's more in my mind now that I'm watching you know weekly you know Raw and SmackDown and just you know newer newer uh, newer matches and newer events and things like that. As I'm seeing them now, you know I have this kind of like higher standard of production value. And then as I'm seeing it, you know, as a kid, it just it's or you know as I'm seeing it now, the, the stuff I saw as a kid, I'm just like wow, this is this, not that it's bad. It just it's it's not that it's that great. It's still Yeah, I totally agree. Totally agree. So, yeah, that 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 so that's pretty good. Thank thank thanks so much for t- uh, thanks so much for help coming in and helping us out with this show and helping us out with plastic joints. You know, you said like 
I, I can already tell already you're like biting at, at the chops to like get started. So why don't we just why don't we just go in, shall we? And we start with Monday Night Raw in Sacramento, California, October 8th. On commentary, it is JBL, Jim Ross, and Michael Cole. And the beginning of the show, it opens with John Cena. And... It's this segment right here where I'm starting, like, already I can tell, like, things are not gonna look, are not, not good at all. And I take off my glasses. It was, it, for the, Go on. yeah, for the, for the opening that it was, I mean, it's, it's typical, oh, let me be, you know, let me try and get back to my original scene, you know, like, where he was just, he, he was, he was, you know, he had his degree in thugonomics, he was just cutting promos left and right, and they, they were somewhat good, as cheesy as it was, his, his old promos were great. So I think he's trying to get back to that, but he's keeping it PG. And it's as as funny as it is, it's pretty fucking terrible. I mean, at least in my it, it, from my point of view. Um, but yeah, he he reflects on everything that he most of us now. Yeah. Now go ahead. No, go go ahead. I, I was interrupting you. Finish up. Finish your thoughts. Oh, so, yeah, he he takes a moment to reflect because he's been out for I think what was it the past two? Yeah. The past two? Oh, no, no, it was just the past. Yeah, the past two weeks, the past two bras, he's been out. So. Um, you know, he reflects on everything. He's he's doing his typical, you know, uh, oh yeah, I'm gonna be, you know, uh, if 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 CM Punk doesn't face me, he doesn't cement his legacy. He's used that line I don't know how many fucking times throughout, you know, there's little uh, spats over the years. But um, then he starts talking about AJ, and I thought that was a little funny. Um, and then uh, yeah, I guess I, yeah, he plugs in and out Burger for a bit. Uh, yeah, you know, and then, like he makes California. a he makes a jab at, at Antonio Cesaro, and he talks about his. Oh my God, he stole his like nipple. joke wholesale that I said a few that I said like what like <laughs> months ago <laughs> about, about probably. His, I mean, I never. I'm like, oh, you yeah. son of a bitch! <laughs> like, I never really Jesus, noticed it at first, and then I finally saw it. Like, you stole my joke. I knew for a fact he was going to go attack that when, when, the, when the minute that Antonio Cesaro started getting some sort of momentum, I knew for a fact that this was going to happen to him. But like, oh my god, they're going to start attacking for his nipples. It's a given. It's a given. I mean, he, it, speaking a little bit of Antonio Cesaro, he, I'm really kind of tired of his gimmick. I mean, he has this like, oh, I'm, I'm better than you. Like, I mean, it's a typical heel, heel, um, heel personality, but it's just, it's like, it, it gets, it gets super old after a while. And then that whole like multilingual thing, I, that's cheesy as fuck. With the fact that he, I mean, it, it, he, yeah, he can say specific words. I mean, I can say words in other languages, but that doesn't make me trilingual or you know multilingual. I guess that, is that the right terminology, the right word for it? But. Whatever, yeah. Back to his nipples, they are pretty fucking hilarious. Like, uh, you remember those? Uh, the I think they sell them the lunchable pizzas. You remember yes. the pepperoni that they oh, have? That's basically his nipples look like that. Um, oh, <laughs> just soft nips. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, he he's he's the, the it was it was and more or less it was a it was a PG Cena promo the more than what we've seen recently. Um, and he starts talking about Paul Heyman, and he isn't, you know, he straight up calls out CM Punk's manhood. 
and tells him, oh, you know, you're, 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 you're being a little bitch because you're letting Paul Heyman make your decisions for you. And, I mean, Paul Heyman's a fucking wart, but, I mean, the dude knows his, his, his shit. I mean, I guess he, I wouldn't really call him a manager, per se. I mean, he's becoming more or less so like that way. And just the fact that he's been following CM Punk out to the ring more or less and kind of, you know, advising him and doing a bunch of other shit like that. Yeah. But for the most part, it just... Yeah. I mean, I I, I, I don't want to say it because I don't want to seem like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I, I prefer, you know, face characters more than anything. But, I mean, I, it's not that way. I just... Paul Heyman's a fucking ward and he's boring TV, at least from my point of view. He just... He just doesn't seem as entertaining as... as as I guess he portrays himself, or as they portray him, is what I should say. Mm, okay. But yeah, so, I mean, go, going back to it, the uh, the opening was was decent. Um, and then as soon as he as as soon as he walks out, we see, in my opinion, has been making the most noise recently than than anyone else. Ryback. So. I mean, do you, do you mind if we, we move a little bit past the, uh, the 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 opening promo, or do you want to go back to that? It's entirely up to you, Randy. No, we're, we're done with the promo. That, that's I, that's all I had to say, really, because it's just like, really, this guy's making jokes. Like, oh god, just. And the thing was, I don't mind. I don't mind. I don't mind you know, going, like you know, prove your manhood, this and that. I just kind of wish it was just that for like three, four minutes instead of like a ten minute thing where he's just going on and on, like. Get to the point, get to the point, come on. Sorrow's nipples, rambling, rambling. Oh, CM Punk, manhood, cement yourself in history, you know, get my respect, etc., etc., etc. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, another thing. Yeah, I, that's, said, that's... I said on the show that when Cena is in his intense, more serious mode, I like him more because it seems more genuine from him. And we just yeah, like pandering yeah. and joking. It just seems like, oh my god, just stop for God's sakes. Yeah, it's uh, it is pretty bad. I miss when like he was just you know he was he was in it and you know more or less the the one thing that I remember throughout the majority of of like you know his, his career is um when him and uh, Edge were going at it back and forth and then he tosses Edge into the fucking what was it like the harbor or was it what was it. I don't even remember, but yeah, this that rivalry that rivalry was was pretty great. I think that's probably like my favorite rivalry that Cena has had over the years. Not just because I'm a really huge Edge fan, but because you know it, it was pretty cutthroat compared to the majority of the shit that we've been seeing lately. As far as you know, the on and off again with you know uh, let's see with CM Punk and then that whole you know fucking media frenzy with The Rock and then that weird little shit with Tensai that he had where Tensai. Came in as the enforcer, and now he's seriously superstars material. At least even even at that. Um, then there was. I mean, I, I, we can go on for the entire length of the podcast just talking shit about his, you know, his, his little rivalries. I'm doing quotes, but I know you can't see it. Um, but yeah, okay, back on track. Uh, that leads into this with the Ryback thing. You know, as as they as as Cena is walking up the ramp, he sees Ryback, and they they kind of stare at each other for a quick little second. But then, you know, Ryback starts doing his little pumping thing, and then the camera, the intense. He, I don't know if anyone's really said this, but he looks like, like if, if Vern Troyer had the venom that Vane has, or that Bane has. You know, when he gets all huge and like the the, the shitty nineteen ninety, what was it, ninety nine or ninety six movie? Nineteen 
I was talking to Jared, right, when we, you know, when Ryback was getting more of his Venom and he was appearing more. I'm like, dude, does, does he look like Vern Troyer if he was on Venom? Like, you know, the shit that Bane has? And he's like, dude, oh my god, he looks like a roided out Vern Troyer, which he does. I mean, I'm not, I'm not I don't mean to talk shit about the guy, but he just, he looks man. like, <laughs> he doesn't look real. He looks like, like, how Cena looked in All-Stars, like, exactly oh, as, as he is in person. Well, he just, well, he just went out, well, he just went to the local technical, the technical station and went to the air, the air and water station, just pumped himself with enough air, like, he's just, like, about to bulge out. Exactly. He's like, he's seriously, he's like a big bad wolf. He's huffing, he's puffing, he's huffing, he's puffing. And he's just this huge fucking dude where he's just extremely big. And, you know, he, he's proven I'm extremely strong. And then there was that one time, I think that one raw, or that, that one week where he came out and his eye, his left eye was just bloodshot for whatever fucking reason. Like, yeah. that that was creepy as hell. But, um, yeah, he, he gets, he, you know, he starts doing his little momentum thing. He gets in and Epico and Primo come out. <laughs> and, well, and they were they were, like, they, uh, they were um they were relevant at one point. They were when they were the uninteresting tag team champions. Yes. And uh, that division just needs so much work. I mean, it's getting some momentum now, and I'm happy for it because those were some of my favorite matches. Yeah. But it just it's they they've been reduced to seriously like I'm surprised they weren't fucking droppers this, this week. I'm surprised they weren't actually already out in the ring. But the fact that they had their answer, I guess that like that means something. Maybe I, I really don't know, and I yeah. quite frankly I don't even care anymore. Um, but they they come out, and I'm so glad Rosa Mendez did not say anything. She, oh God, she just, ugh. okay, uh, enough yeah. about that. Basically, yeah, no, not a fan at all. The, the way I, I heard her her Spanish sounds super super shitty. Just the way it, it seems really forced, like. I am I am probably one of the most whitewashed Hispanic people you will ever meet. You haven't met And I, I Yeah, I, I mean I, I I can barely speak the language, but I mean I think I have a better I have a better, you know, I, I have a better concept of the language and I can you know, I, I I guess I sound a little bit better than her can can considering, but enough about that. Ryback buries the fuck out of him. Double yeah, atomic he drop. Murders the, he murders these two to, to the point where it's just like we don't even know who the hell these two are. <laughs> yeah, they're 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 left. You know, they they just need to fucking get scooped up, and that's pretty much it. No. And then you know, it, it it for what it was, I guess they're still trying to. I mean, they they've been doing it lately. They ride back. You know, he's been cemented. I'm I'm happy he's not just one of those weekly gimmick things. Like basically. You know, they didn't have his his opening as as dramatic or as intense as they did with you know the last two people that they've really really brought in and tried to cement. Um, you know, Brodus Clay, who we're going to be talking about in a little bit, and Lord Tensai, also known as Fat Albert. I mean, um, Prince Albert. Um, it's just it's it, it, they didn't do too much with him, and I'm happy for that just because they didn't build him up more than he actually needed to be. He he is more or less. I mean, I'm happy he's not a monster heel because I hate that gimmick more than anything else. But you know, he, he he submitted his place and it's been great. He's been doing what he's needed to, and he's just been burying the fuck out of everyone. Where it was, you know, it was local jobbers or it was, you know, people like uh, who was it last week? Uh, it was the Miz, I think. And then before that, I don't know. Was it was it Tensai? 
Honestly, I don't know, and I don't really care anymore. Anybody that fights Ryback, they're just they're just fodder at this point. Yeah, exactly. They're they're seriously they're they're just like shocker grunts. Um, so moving on, uh, then the next match, an interesting one at that. Brodus Clay versus R Truth. So, I didn't expect this match to go down, and, and quite frankly, it didn't. And then the uh, uh, R Truth is, is arguing with, with Little Jimmy. Which you know, I at first I was just like, okay, how how long are they going to keep with this gimmick? But it's been interesting, nonetheless. I mean, um, yeah, uh, not really much else to say about that. You know, he comes out, and then, and then right before the match is about to even start, uh, you know, our truth gets the mic. He, he says that little Jimmy's going through puberty, um, and that he he wants to he wants to dance with the uh, the Funkadactyls. Or is that what they're called now? I think they're, yeah, they're, they're, they're called the Funkadactyls for a while now. Yeah, yeah, okay. So, yeah, he dances with the Funkadactyls. And then, you know, they, that goes on for a little bit. I'm surprised they didn't bring out the little kids like they normally do. But um, uh, then Mr. McMahon interrupts him, tells him, you know, okay, uh, uh, here we go. Let's just go ahead and, um, uh, yeah, let's just go in the WWE straight started. Yeah. So... I honestly, I don't remember much from the state of address, the state, the state of WWE address. I don't think it was really as important as as the build that they actually had with it. Where you know, CM Punk comes out and you know, he be his typical, oh, I'm I'm now a douchebag, deal with it. And um, yeah, you know, they they go at it for a bit. He, he tells them that you know he needs this, he needs respect. Um, honestly, I think. CM Punk should come out with a, uh, a Rodney Dangerfield shirt one of these days, or they should taint, change his Titantron to uh, uh, what's no that respect. one? I get no respect. I, I get no respect. Yeah. I, either that or that. Ah, fuck. Who, I I'm drawing a blank right now. I can't even remember who sings that song. The that R E S P C E T song. Was it, was oh, it, that was, it, was Aretha it, Franklin. Aretha Franklin. They, he needs. He needs. They, they need to change his Titantron from Cold Personality to that because I think that would be a hell of a lot funnier. That would probably actually fit. But, um, so, long story short, he comes out, and uh, something else, I, don't, I mean, if you want to fill in right here, because I really don't remember well, it, I... I think it was a promo about the... It was a good promo, it's just, like, it's one of those things where it's, like, you know, when you watch for a while, it, this is, like, one of those things where it's, like, when you watch for a very long time wrestling, and you hear Vince say these words, and you're, like, you know, when you talk about guys like Shawn Michaels... You got your ass kicked by him. Um, yeah. You talk about Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh, I don't. Know. <laughs> we can we can talk we can talk millions of years about the we can talk about millions Uh-oh. of podcasts about how many how many of those matches he's had over the years. Bret Hart. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> when he talks about that, that kind yeah, of stuff, it's like <laughs> like yeah, he's trying to pander to the audience. This and that. It's just like one of those things where it's just like. You know, you're not, you're not, you're not, you know, we know you're pissing out our heads and telling it, and you can't tell us it's raining at this point. Exactly. It's just, it's like, you know, we, the majority of the people that are actually watching, I'm pretty sure, and even if they're younger kids now, I'm pretty sure their parents have shown them these matches. They, they, I'm pretty sure everyone has experienced the Attitude Era and seen, you know, what has gone on during that, you know, during that time. So, yeah, it was, it was just, um... Uh, what's the word? Uh, I don't know. 
<laughs> I don't really think it matters at this point, but yeah, the the, the address goes on, and um, and yeah, it, it ends into the you know I'm gonna fire you type of thing that that Vince McMahon normally does, and then finally they just decide, okay, you know what, we're gonna have a match, you know, throw it down, we're gonna have a match, and which. I, I honestly, I thought Vince would be too old for this, but then I remember, I'm like, you're never too old in WWE. There's no such thing as too old in WWE. I mean, I... I when was the last time they had Mae Young out? I don't uh, even remember. Like, like, like a couple of weeks ago for Raw 1000? I think, I think. Then, like, then they had her... A random cameo, yeah. But then, like, unfortunately, I hate to bring this up, but we have uh, Jerry Lawler. I never, the diner with with her and Kane and 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 Debray mm-hmm. when they uh when they have that little weird uh brogasm moment yeah that that I think was that on SmackDown or was that on Raw I think that was on Raw yeah where they were going through their 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 uh their little uh, spats in the diner and then what ends up happening is uh oh man when they when they actually when I I'm pretty sure it was uh. uh like a, a vegan meatball or a vegetarian meatball or something, and then made Daniel Bryan eat the meat, and then he ends up puking, and then doesn't Kane do the same when he eats the lettuce? Yeah, yeah. So that that was pretty funny, but um, more or less, uh, let's see what else. So yeah, they 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 the state of address comes out. Uh, they 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 go through that specific little thing for the bit. Um, that slap. Uh, he oversold it, of course, but I mean, yeah, yeah I mean, it, it's it, for what it was. I, I guess it kind of cemented everything. You, you kind of see, you know, the animosity that they're trying to give off, and and it did its job. As as cheesy as it was, it did its job, and uh, that was pretty much that for that. Um, you know, I do like and then like going the, into I do like the, you know, the callback where he, I do like the callback when during the promo where just like. Uh, CM Punk acknowledges the, what I just said earlier, and says stuff like, "You know, yeah. this and that. You can't pull. You know, you can't pull the wool over my eyes. This and that, and that. You know, Stone Cold Steve Austin. You, you know, he used to beat you up all the, all this time. And I'm better than Steve Austin. This and that. Slowly but surely, trying to lead to a match. Yeah. Yeah. It's for what it was, I guess." I'm kind of hoping. I, I doubt anything would happen, but if they could just bring Stone Cold Steve Austin back one night, I'm pretty sure that would undo the majority of the fuckery that has been the past couple of weeks. Yeah. It's, it, you know, stuff like that. I, it, and I don't know. I, I doubt they're going to bring any legends back or anything like that anytime soon. If anything, they're probably just going to be cameo appearances, much like what they did with Mick Foley, what they did with, um, with uh, Bret Hart, what they did with. Yeah, that's pretty much that as of recently. Yeah. Um, so we can go to the Which I loved. Um, really good match. I, I, it, it was really, really good. Um, Tyson, Darren Young, the uh, primetime players, and Rey Mysterio and Sin Cara. So, Rey Mysterio and Sin Cara, interesting team, and they've been very, very effective. Um, and that's the good thing, like, um, like, I know it's kind of weird to say that Sin Cara and Rey Mysterio, like, they playing up, they playing off each other well, but they are. And it's weird because, yeah. 
Um, it's one of those things where it's like there's no there's no language barrier. They understand each other's styles, and not just that. More here's, so here's, here's the thing that I always here's the biggest problem with with Sinkara for me. Sinkara felt Sinkara was very cemented still in the CMLL style of wrestling. Yeah, and and having Rey Mysterio be there with him. And, and he's been mm-hmm. since he's been there for so long in the WWE. He's, he understands the WWE style, so he's been adapting yeah. to those those skills that he uses in CMLL to that WWE style, working with Rey Mysterio. And I think it's been more effective. He's been doing a lot less like like, like he's been he's been doing he's been doing a lot less botches. Let's 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 not let's not beat around the bush here. Yeah, it's and uh, what was it? Uh, 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 the uh, the six man tag the uh what was that was that a limit no was that was that no that wasn't extreme rules uh the team Morton versus team Barrett I think where he just botched all hell I think it was last year or was it this I, year yeah, I don't team remember Jordan, where he, yeah. team um, team Wade Barrett uh, team Barrett I think that was um what that was Survivor Series I think yeah it was the Survivor Series six man or yeah six man yeah, match a, yeah, and it was one of those traditional six man um oh it was actually a traditional um. Survivor Series, man. 12, man. I, I, I guess I, I... Oh, no, no, it was Elimination. Well, yeah, it was Elimination. Where yeah. each person... No, no, wait, yeah. was it? It was. I think it was Elimination, wasn't it? I don't know, but I do but remember yeah, that match was just like, what are you doing, man? Come on! He said it is me and he was out. Son. <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, it's like, you, you of all people shouldn't be making these mistakes, but yeah, as you said, you know, adapting from CML to... to, to you know, to to WWE, it's it's a completely different game, and so it's just it's you know he's making these rookie mistakes, but I guess you know as far as acting purposes go, yeah, it, it it's understandable more or less to point. Um, but yeah, back into the match. Um, as I said a little bit earlier, the uh, the actual the uh, the the tag team series, uh, the tag team. Um, uh, I can't even talk right now for whatever fucking reason. Uh, yeah, basically, tag teams have, have been coming up, and I'm I'm happy about that because, like I said, it's one of my favorite divisions. And so, you know, when you have great, great teams like Rey Mysterio and Sakara, you have probably Rhodes Scholars. I mm, I really don't know. Um, I can't say much about them just because I hate Damian Sandow and Cody Rhodes is annoying the fuck out of me lately. Um, and then who else? Who else do we have? There there isn't much. I mean, our truth and innovative. They just disbanded. Um, yeah, they and Santiago <laughs> and, and and Zach Ryder, but I don't know how far that's going. And then for whatever reason, Jinder Mahal, uh, uh, fucking um, uh, Jinder Mahal. I can't uh, remember. My my boy, my boy, my boy, the Golden Child, Drew McIntyre, and and fucking Heath Slater, the the, the new 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 Freebirds. Yeah. Wait. That was Heath Slater. Yeah, they're all three of them yeah, yeah, tagging together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Tiger, Heath Slater, and and uh, and Jinder Mahal. Um, oh God. It, it's it's it, it's interesting. Uh, and then of course I've been primo, but I mean I don't think they're going to be getting as much exposure lately. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it, back on the actual match itself. Uh, it, it was good. Um, Sin Cara starts off. Uh, he's going up against you know uh, Darren Young, and 
it, it was good. It was good. As far as there was a lot of high flying, there was a lot of good maneuvers. Um, there wasn't really much to say outside of you know they they complement each other well. You can actually see it in the you know you can see it in the ring. There isn't too big of an issue with them. And I'm I'm I I seriously I kid you not I cried like a little bitch once I saw this tag team for the first time just because you know, my life I've been a big Rey Mysterio fan you know basically from WWE, WCW even before that seeing a few bootleg tapes of his matches and shit um, and then you know seeing you know stuff like this as he's in WWE it, it's it's been great and Sin Cara you know back when he was Mystico uh, it, it was just as amazing and so. The fact that they're they're coming together in this in this particular division, and I'm kind of happy because it, it, both of them are getting the the attention that they deserve. But they're not putting them in this you know, uh, in the, this race for the title that they've been having with you know on again off again on again off again with different superstars. So it's it's good. Um, I mean, in a sense, they are still doing that, but it's with the tag team division. So. Yeah, really not much else to be said. I mean, unless you, you want to add anything, I really can't figure... I can't really no, think of anything else that really... Covered, you covered it really well. Thank you very much. And, like, you know, but, you know, there's there's some things where it's like, I like to argue with you because, like, to be honest with you, I love Damien Sandow and I, and I really like, like, Cody Rhodes. So it's like, you and me, let's go at it. <laughs> like, like, Cody no, Rhodes is like, right. that, it's like... Yeah, you're right. It's like, you know, even though it's like a lot of, like, mismatched, kind of weird, kind of, like... Put together um, tag teams. I mean, at least it's something for right now. I mean, Kane and Kane and Daniel Bryan were a made-up tag team, and look at where we are right now. Oh, gee, hell in the man. Um, because like, there's like, a lot getting said about that tag team. Um, the other thing about the other thing, I, I, I never, never in all my, in all my years would I ever say the words. A guy from the indie scene and Kane would be like the second biggest thing right next to a, the the biggest indie thing in the world, which is CM Punk. And I'm like, what kind of bizarre world do I live in? Yeah, I mean, for a while, they 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 Daniel Bryan and and, and CM Punk had a lot of exposure when they were going at each other for quite some time over that whole little AJ debacle. You know, two indie wrestlers sharing the spotlight more or less. You know, you had Cena out of it. Cena was going through something with someone, you know, not so important. And, you know, they were just kind of, they were at each other's throats. And and their matches, Daniel Bryan and CM Punk, their matches were great. Two technical wrestlers who both have, you know, very good ground game. And, you know, just seeing them go at it. They, the majority of their matches were just reversals on top of reversals on top of each other. And yeah, it, it's and just, it was good to see. It's very... Very interesting to see him begin the match with like the with the with the code of honor handshake. Yeah, yeah, you don't see that that much anymore. It, it's just it's it's always these vendetta matches where these guys are just you know they sell it the fact that they 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 hate each other and it, it's good to see but it yeah. you don't see that 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 not more or less yeah the the understanding of each other's uh, uh, abilities more or less where they you know okay I know how good you are okay we'll we'll go ahead and we'll just. You know, uh, yeah, like you said, badge of honor. You know, the the ceremonial handshake between the ma- or before the match, and you know, it it doesn't seem like you know kind of like a normal bar type of thing, which so, I guess they're trying to stray away. So, yeah, so the, so the point I was trying to get at was just like I would never thought like in the current state of WWE where these two, where two heads I never thought I'd be behind are like the biggest thing or like 
if not at the very moment thanks to where John Cena is injured are like the biggest thing right now and because of this they're really eleva elevating a, a title that should have been elevated a long time ago yeah yeah it it when, who, who it, let's see who had it before Epico and Primo yeah I'm trying to remember who before, had it before, before them. Primo, like after Epico and Primo, it was R Truth and Kofi Kingston. Another, another, another made up yeah, they kind of two guys together. together. And then after that, um, I don't know yeah, who else and, No, I think and they still had it, and then they lost it to Daniel, Daniel Bryan and Kane. Team Hell No. Yeah. They had it for quite some time. Wasn't it? It was. I think it was Otongo McGillicuddy that had it before. Yeah, had before Epico and Primo. Jesus Christ. Are we really going through the lineage already? I, I guess so. I mean, it's it was a title that, that really, that, that that had, you know, that just stayed in the background. More or less like, like the Intercontinental title and, and, and the United States title. I mean, I know they're not for devaluing, you know, the, the standing of, of a champion, but they really did it in this situation because they're focusing solely on, you know, just the WWE title. Then that's it. That's all that there is. I mean, even at some point, the the world heavyweight kind of sat center stage. You know, it sat back to the WWE title. So it's they've been doing it a lot. They've been devaluing, you know, the standing of champions, which I'm pretty sure they don't want to do. But they've been doing it, and you know, it just it's been getting. You know, it's it's kind of starting. They're starting to shift it around a bit because I'm pretty sure everyone, like and myself included, they're getting tired of. I mean, I'm. I, I don't want to. I don't want to say I'm not a punk fan, but I'm getting tired of him as champion. Yeah. It's just been very, very stale. Just because there hasn't been much from it. He's been kind of getting, you know, lucky breaks here and there. So it's just yeah. it's. Yeah. No, for me, it's just like, a day. I think you need to add legitimacy because, like, if you hot, if you hop, if you like, you know, hot potato the belt for 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 a while, if that also devalues the belt like really bad, like what happened. Two years ago, with Christian and um, Christian and um, uh, uh, Randy Orton, where just every 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 time they fight each other, literally they toss a belt to each other. I'm like, what are you doing? That belt doesn't mean anything to you guys. What? Yeah, I'm 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 a Christian fan, but I I hated him at that time I just because he was such a bitch. I don't and, know. Okay, I got I got here I got here the I got here like the like the the whole breakdown here. So I'm just gonna go with like the last couple of ones. The last one Yeah yeah before, Okay, so we're on the right track. It was from Team Hell No to R Truth and Kofi Kingston, who was the last person to have it. Then before that it was Epico and Primo. Yeah. And then before that it was Evan Board and Kofi Kingston. And then it was Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was David Otunga. It was David Otunga and Michael McKillicuddy. Yeah, which Evan and Kofi Kingston. I, I that was a good. That was a good tag team. I mean, more or less. Evan Bourne, a, he's very talented. He sucks at cutting promos. Yeah, but he's good in the ring. Pretty much so. Uh, what was it when he was? Was, it, what was his name before Evan Bourne? Was it Matt Young or something like that? It was. It, it was. It's it's Matt Seidel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That 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 his his. Oh God, I remember Jared showing me a few of his promos, and it was just painful to watch. 
Yeah, like, the, the guy wasn't a promo yeah, guy because I remember yeah. watching him, like, Matt Seidel, when he Matt was on um, WX, WXP, like that, w- that, um, like, that MTV at, show they had. Like, he didn't cut that, that yeah. like, promos, but his matches were very cool. But, yeah, yeah, no, he 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 was a daredevil. He took he he took his, his he took his chances, and you know it, it showed uh, a lot of the the moves that he was doing. You know they were very very high flying, very high exciting stuff that you don't see too much of that you didn't see too much of at the time. Mm-hmm. And then then you know you have the research guys like you know Ray Mysterio, then you have you know Kofi Kingston. They're both high flyers. They both take chances. You know jumping from the top ropes, even off of the fucking turnbuckles onto the mats. It's 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 great to see. Um, Indeed. So yeah, uh, the the fact that you know the, the the tag team division is gaining momentum, it's great. I love it. I hope to see more of it. Yeah. So that leads us in. Of, of course, Rey Mysterio and Sin Cara beat them, and then they advanced to the final round of the uh, the the the, the basically contenders, contenders for the the tag team title against um, Road Ballers, which we'll get into a little bit later. Mm-hmm. Um, next up, Sheamus and Wade Barrett. This is pretty good. Like, I say this to Stan all the time, that the, the more you keep Sheamus off the mic and just let him kick ass, the better for Sheamus. Yeah. Uh, when when that whole debacle about the bro kick, that, that, was, uh, that was kind of funny to see. <laughs> <laughs> the 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 the, yeah, the uh, mediation really that was that was anytime that like like that whole thing when they're in the when they're in like the when they're in the office and then oh my god I wanted to kill myself. I I, I don't know about you I I fucking I loved it I thought it was hilarious just because like, uh, Shafe was being a fucking troll the entire you thing. What the hell is wrong with me then? <laughs> oh my I, god. Just, and then I, I, I started thinking how long it has been like, like, oh, looking down things on Hatch. Jesus Christ. Anyways, keep going, keep going. Anyway. Yeah, so it, it was entertaining to see. It was very, very hilarious. Ricardo Rodriguez, the uh, basically, he's he's a WWE version of Tattoo. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. So he that, that whole little thing where he just got destroyed by that kick. And that wasn't the first time. I think it was, it was a tag match a while ago where he tried to go after the belt. And something, someone just did, they knocked him off. I think it was a ladder. And he goes into a table and he's just out cold. Like he is just done. And then he was gone for quite some time and then he yeah, came back. Um, yeah. I remember this. I remember this. That was so I, think was, um, I think it was Orton. He was fighting, like, I think it was like an Orton um, WL match. And I think, like, I think like, he just took him out. That, that TLC wow. match he had. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It, was, it was a TLC match. And um, yeah, they went at it, and he just he got destroyed. He got he he got he dug his own grave going after it, and that was funny to see. But yeah, back onto it. Uh, Wade Barrett coming back. I I'm indifferent. He was entertaining when he was a part of Nexus and the core. I hated the core. The ne- when he when he was running Nexus, it was great. It was great to see because you know I I'm normally not a fan of heels just because I find some of their characters like some of the the, the personas just really rush to help. But he he did he did it well. He was good, you know, in the, in that dynamic. And then after that, he kind of became you know less important. He, he started the core. The core was just, ugh. Um, and then after that, when he was going after, uh, uh, he was going after the, the world heavyweight. 
him and Orton were going at it for quite yeah, some time. Yeah, Orton after that. And, and that was really good. That was, that was awesome. I thought that, like, was, like, that was, like, yeah. That was fucking Besides awesome. Nexus, that was probably uh, the best. Uh, yeah. That was probably the best he's been in, for in quite some time. Yeah. And then he kind of yeah. fell out of it for a bit. And I guess now he's back and, um... Well, what ended up happening was, like, Orton got suspended. And then he, he, he was left in limbo for a little bit. And then they had, like, this really fucked up match where... I think the Big Show threw, uh, no, oh yeah, the Big Show, it was like a weird six-man tag, it was the Big Show, um, um, John Cena, and I don't know who else, versus like, Del Rio, um, Del, Del Ziggler, and, and he just, and he just, I think, he, I think, this was the time when, when Big Show was still a face, I think he threw yeah. Del Ziggler, out to the ring, and then he like le legit like 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 his arm did like a three sixty after that. I'm like, I know that feeling all too well because that's the same thing that happened to my arm. Yeah. So I, I guess yeah, that's and then you know Barrett coming back, uh, kind of interesting. I think his first match coming back was against uh, was it against um Tyson Kidd or was it against um, it was who? Yoshitatsu. It was oh yeah, it was Yoshi Tatsu. He got buried. Yeah, um, it's like they were just, it was, it was a sacrificial lamb. They wanted to make him look strong, and um, that's the thing. It's like ever since he came back, he hasn't been strong. He hasn't. He hasn't been been more or less challenged. No, I think the match between him and him and Sheamus was good in a sense, but yeah, Wade just just he kind of got he, he got taken. He, he got taken for just a, a little bitch. Um, yeah. No, I'm not yeah, trying like, to play I, better, I, I, but I mean, Shane doesn't have more magic has, just to legitimize, legitimize, legitimize himself again. Yeah, it's... Of course, Seamus had plot armor with the, the World Heavyweight Championship belt. Um, but, you know, Seamus is a good wrestler. Not not denoting from him from that. But, yeah, it, just, it wasn't the right match for him. But it still did... Kind of solidify Wade Barrett as, as as a powerhouse as he used to be. So yeah. there was yeah, that. I think this is actually one of, one of Sheamus' better matches he's had over the, world, over the last couple of months. Because um, the last match I was really high on with him was him and Tensai. Like, quite literally. Like, like if you just put him with another power guy, they'll go at it, and that's all you really need. That's all you really need. Just two power guys just going at it. Yeah, that that would be and good. I think I don't, um, I don't know Wade Barrett. Like, I think he's a little bit more on the technical side. I don't know. Just it's a whole it's a whole mess in half. But you know what? You know, let's move on, shall we? Yes. So right after that, right after that, uh, well, actually, well, I mean, still part of that particular match in a sense. Um, you had uh, what was it? Um, Big Show you had Big Show coming out and actually interrupting the match. So. So Sheamus didn't he he won by uh by by DQ, but uh, or not by DQ well yeah by I guess by DQ more or less um, and then uh you have you have the, you know the, the, you have Punk and uh in in AJ kind of bitching about each other and going all this and um and yeah lo, lo and behold uh and Antonio Cesaro comes out and he's doing his typical. I'm better than you. Look at me. I pissed excellence and shit success. Yeah. Um, yeah. He does that little chili, the the chili fry bit. I I thought that I thought that was 
okay. It actually made me hungry for chili fries more or less. Yeah, same here. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah, so, you know, going from that, he goes into a match against Tyson Kidd. Now, Tyson Kidd, he, he, I, you know, even though Cesaro won, spoilers more or less, even though I'm pretty sure everyone already knows, Tyson Kidd, he needs more exposure. I think he's very talented for what he is. And, you know, coming from the Hart Dynasty, he, 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 he's pretty technical. He, he, he has a bit of, you know, the, the high flyer in him. And he's talented. It's just he doesn't get as much exposure as he needs. Um, but, I mean, going from that, it, it, was, it, was, it, it, was, it was a kind of a... I felt it was a boring match. Um, I felt it was a, a pretty boring match, more or less. Tyson Kidd shined more than anything. And Cesaro, oh, well, I have this fucking bullshit uppercut. All right, that's it. Uh, it's, uh, it's, 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 like, it's, it's a move that he used before the finisher, but it's, like, even that move, it's, like, he had another move when he was in the 80s called a Ricola Bomb, and that would have been a lot better for him to use, but I think that's kind of a weird move to play, like, for example, you can't put a Ricola Bomb on Lord Tensai. Lord, no, no, you can't, but you can do the neutralizer, which, I'm gonna be honest, I'm, I'm, I'm not a homophobe, but, these moves just look very, very provocative, more or less. Yeah. He is yeah. very And um, he's getting a faceful ass, regardless. Yeah. Um, but, but I do agree on, so, on Tyson Kidd. Like, um, like, Tyson Kidd like, worked his like, ass off, and he actually had, like, yes, if, it, like if it was anybody if, else, it would have been an okay it match. Was, okay. So this is actually it would have been a stable match. Tyson yeah, he, he made the match. I actually, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I, I have, it's because uh, I have Dish, or no, I have Direct TV, so I get the, the, the screening. Basically, it's about over by as soon as I get off of work. So I'm pretty through the majority of the shit that I don't want to see. But this match between Cesaro and Kid, I actually did sit and watch, and I did enjoy it. Um, but yeah, it was, it, was, it was good, more or less. It was, it was an interesting match. Um, yeah, and uh, you know, of course, Cesaro plot armor European title, or you know, very uh, the U.S. title. I, at this point, it I, I don't even think the last couple guys have had it have been American. Um, but yeah, <laughs> uh, he wins, uh, goes straight to commercial, and then we have another tag team match, which I was happy to see. Um, Daniel Bryan and Kane, Team Hell No, against. A, a misplaced match. I, well, I wouldn't say misplaced. Uh, misplaced. I mean, the, the two typical heels you have. Okay, yeah, in a sense, you. I mean, you have Ziggler, who I, I'm. I'm not gonna lie. I'm a Ziggler fan. I think oh, yeah. he's. He's. Oh, yeah. yeah, he's. He's good to see. He's good to see. He's talented. He's a douchebag. Uh, the only thing that drags him down is Vicky the Screech Guerrero. I fucking hate her for all life. I just wish they would just kind of axe her, but if they need need her for some odd reason, um, the thing is like well, he's like, like he's, it's automatic. Like, it's like it's automatic heat for him. Automatic. It's like you yeah. like, he, like, he came out cold like, without without Vicky girl. Or like, who? Yeah, who is this guy? But yeah, she 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 plays off of his character really well. And but, they've, they've um, been teasing and for a while where it's like he wants to do things on his own without her, but I think they're starting to realize where. Well, Ziggler is great by himself, but right now it's like his momentum is so bad right now. It's just like, I think he does a little bit more when he just fine. 
yeah, the the money in the bank, it's good for what it is, but it could be better for him, more or less, because he's not taking any chances. And well, no, it's, it's like if, well, no, if, if he catches it now, he'd be the next Jack, now, Jack Swagger. Yeah, actually, no, he'd be the or next. Like, well, I guess I would say. John, I, I, I sort of know, I saw Jack Swagger catch it, and I'm like, really, dog, really, really. You know, I mean, he retained the title for a bit, and then he just yeah, lost it. Yeah, the worst it. part, he had the title, and like, he was like, tepid water. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Anyways, keep going. Yeah. For God's sakes, I don't even remember that time. Oh God. I need a drink after this. Yeah, <laughs> we've been taking a lot of time on Raw. Okay, going fine, going forward. Uh, so Ziggler, Ziggler, and 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 Del Rio. It's it. I I. It's it's a weird tag team to see just because they're the both pretty pompous. Um, I for the life of me do not like Alberto Del Rio just because his his character is pretty stale. Uh, they could do more with him. Uh. But they're they're choosing not to. He's they're playing off this uh, this you know high ranking aristocrat. I am better than you, and I want yeah. you to know it. Um, and then the, the dysfunctional tag team that is Kane and Daniel Bryan. I interesting to see, but it's just it's still pretty much it's it's still kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, um, I totally I yeah. totally agree. It's just like one of those things. Just like. I, just, I can't put just, my finger on, but there's something wrong about this. But I'm still enjoying this. Yeah, it's still good to see, but it's just, it is still just one of those things where it's like, Ur. but uh, so you have that, and then also as well. I mean, of course they win, and they do it being very, very dysfunctional. They uh, they just they hot tagged each other they, when they shouldn't, and then the, they, that's how it ended. Like they, I think they were like Kane hot tagged himself, Kane, and then. Yeah. Daniel Bryan's like, what the fuck? And then after that, Kane was like, what's going on with rope? And then Daniel Bryan's like, you know, fuck you, I'm going to take a hot tag. And then he ties himself in and gets those leg drop, and then he wins. Yeah. So it's just, it's one of those things where it's just, it's like, it could be better than what it actually is, and it's then them bickering, them bickering is by far my favorite part of the tag team because Daniel Bryan just looks like such a little kid when he's arguing. He's doing the the shaking his head, no, 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 and then he just starts yelling it. And then the whole "I'm the tag team champions" thing, I I laugh so hard anytime I see this. It's just it hasn't gotten old for me, and I enjoy watching it. You know, week after week, I'm just no, 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 no. I'm the tag team champions. No, I'm the tag team champions. And I think the 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 raw after the raw after uh, what was it night of champions when they got this when they got the titles or Debra's in the back and he's just holding up the title and he's like I'm the tag team champions I'm the tag team champions it's it's it, it was hilarious but moving from that I, the the whole Larry King segment I I'm just this is something that we can actually just skip except for the Skeletor joke that was funny yeah. I laughed yeah. at it. I don't know how many other people laughed at it, but I laughed at it. I did. Um, I did. Yeah, I know you. you you're you're a Masters of the Universe fan. Uh-huh. So, uh-huh. so um, then Zack Ryder and Santino and Cody Rhodes and Sandow. I'm a, I don't really have much to say about this match. I if you want to if you want to talk about it, be my guest. I'll, uh, I'll add in with I, a few. I don't have either. I just like they just they were essentially a sacrificial lamb to Cody Rhodes and Damian Sandow at this point, which 
Here's the thing about here's the thing about both of them. Santino, for some odd reason, actually no, not just Santino, but Zack Ryder also. I'm honestly, I'm honestly, I'm honestly got on the belief that both of those men are like bulletproof. In a sense, they keep getting they keep, keep getting yeah, they buried, keep, they, but they yeah, they, they get more and more popular. But they can and so they can take a loss, and it's not that bad for them. So it's like I'm not really that kind of like. Why are they losing? No, it's like, that's fine for them. It, yeah, it's it's fine for them. They, they, their characters can actually withstand that, so it's not too big of an issue. Um, then know, leading on towards it, like I blinked and it was over. I'm like, what? It just it didn't go as far as it needed to. Um, following that, uh, I guess right after the match, uh, I didn't see this because I think I stepped out of the room for a second. But I guess uh, the, the the who are we talking about later? Uh, Heath Slater, Jenner Mahoney. Yeah, boy. they come out, they attack Santino, yeah. and then they start dancing. Yeah. yeah. And, and air guitar. They start playing air guitar. Like, it is awesome. It is Which awesome. <laughs> I, I don't I it it's it, the, hmm, I'm not gonna say anything else. Um, all right. All right. So from there you have a divas match, which, for all intents and purposes, it was just it, it was a I it, I say this with Jared. I don't know if anyone else really says it. Divas matches are, are more or less bathroom breaks for me. I mean they were more or less when I when I when I was watching or as it was airing. But now that I you know I DVR it, I I'm like okay you know what I'm I I'm a fan of Caitlyn. I think she's cute. I really like the whole, you know, kind of like little muscular thing that she has going for her. Yeah. And plus, she's very talented yeah. in the ring. Yeah. Um, yeah. Then that whole little, um, that, yeah, that that that, uh, that ankle lock. That, uh, yeah, was like, that was a part yeah, of was, like, what well, the hell are you doing? Yeah, like, okay, you're making Eve a, a heel again for whatever reason. Okay, I guess that works. And then Layla. Layla is just probably one of the, mo- the, the least interesting diva I've, I've seen. I don't like her. I don't like her. I hate no, her accent. I don't like uh, and she's just she she's one of the least attractive divas in my opinion. I I, I I'm not. That's not to say a, a lot about her character, but it just it, it there could be more from her. Yeah. I, and I, there I, isn't. Yeah, I'm kind of happy. But from there, uh, we have the 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 match between Punk and and CM Punk and, and Vince McMahon. So Vince McMahon comes out, CM Punk hits him from behind, and then there's just this ass beating, this ass beating that doesn't need to happen, but it does for whatever reason. And from there, basically, well, here's the thing about well, here's, let me let me say well, let me say my piece really quick. Yeah. Here's the thing about the match. Here's the thing about the match. Um, it's not like I know it's an ass kicking, and I know Vince McMahon does not deserve this kind of ass beating. This kind of, but but it was. Shenanigans tastic for, for all intents and purposes. Like there was a lot of like you know there's a lot of stops and there's a lot of like weapons being used. I'm pretty sure like they padded themselves out before it, before that. Well, Vince McMahon mainly to protect himself. But like there wasn't like you know they were kicking each other. They were kicking each other's asses like you know kicking each other's asses. They were just like it was just like shenanigans like you know with, with weapons and that you know rest like lots of rest time, so like, quote unquote find a new weapon stuff like that. So it's like, it, like I'm not as I'm not I'm as not pissed off as I I'm not, I'm not as pissed off at about it because it's like ah eh, well uh, it's not as bad because like you know if you keep the match like that and that's fine 
But, you know, if he did anything yeah. else, yeah. it was like a C-minute Iron Man match, and I'd be like, I throw a lot of red flags, but there you go. There you go. Yeah, it, it, it could have been a lot better than what it actually was. But, um, of course, to this, uh, <coughs> who comes out first? Is it Cena or is it Ryback? No, Cena comes no. out first and tosses like... Uh, what ends up happening is uh, Cena comes out. Um, Cena comes out. Uh, no, Punk comes out. No. is about to run, is about to leave. Cena comes out. He tosses. Cena comes, tosses. Um. He tosses. He tosses. Um. Uh, Punk back to the ring. No, Ryback. I think Ryback is in the ring first. Ryback, yeah, Ryback makes his way to the yeah, ring. Yeah, Ryback goes in the ring yeah. first, and then. And then. And then. And then, then, then CM Punk runs out. Cena comes know. out with that weird little bandage thing that he has on his arm. I don't know what that was. It just looked like electrical tape on his arm. Huh? I think it's a tattoo. I think. It's a... I don't think it was a tattoo. I I think because it looked it looked too shiny to be a tattoo. I know that's why. I um. I know that's... Yeah. So moving on from that, basically he grabs him with one arm and you know retard strength Cena. Uh, yeah. Throws him into the ring with his left arm, and um, I don't remember what happens at that point, but I, I know CM Punk man dashes out and he goes up to the to the to the audience. Tonight, as we're recording, is Downward Glory, is like their big pay-per-view. I don't know 
huge backstory where it's like it, what I'm reminded of is that episode of South Park where they're, they're mocking professional wrestling. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, That's God. yeah the, the difference is between them. It just TNA for all intents and purposes it's cheesy as fuck. It's, it's, it's pretty bad to watch but I mean regardless they, they don't overcomplicate things as you said and they keep everything short and sweet and then they just go right to it. Basically people they just want to see you know beat the shit out of each other. So, yeah, um, so, so getting yeah. back to the, the Yeah, it's... Yeah, it is. So, so after that, Demon Iron comes out to the ring. 
Zemion is Zemion. like, you know, it's he like, wants you know, he wants to challenge he, RVD. Actually, no. Actually, no. I'm getting ahead of myself here. Okay. So, so he he, he starts. So Zemion comes out. He's like, saying himself, blah 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 blah. And then RVD comes out and he wants to he wants to challenge Zemion. And I'm like, that's actually I'm a very good match. That I would actually would like to see. Would like to see. Because well. Because Zima Ion is Zima a really good like a high flyer and RVD is fucking RVD, RVD. so there you go. There you go. <sighs> RVD, yeah, there's a lot that can be said about him that oh. I won't go into oh. for time purposes. <laughs> um, and then uh, yeah, I, I has has Ric Flair been on TNA lately? No, he's been fired for no, a very long fired. time. Okay, I was gonna say because oh, man, him, him. I think it was a, a match that Jared showed me a while ago. Him and him and Sting, him, them going at it was just. It felt Old like basically more or less. It felt like two old like, men fighting after a like, fucking like, cup, yeah, like or they're jello. Like, yeah. Kidding me, dude. Like, and then, like, like then, literally, like, it's one of those things like, where, like, Flair always has to gig. So it's like, literally, he's, like, like gigging, really, like, within, like, 10 minutes of the match. Like, really, dude? Really, dude? <sighs> he bleeds more than a, mm -hmm. a woman so, on a period, I guess. So, so after that, we cut to the back. And Brooke is talking and with, with Tara, with saying that, you know, Tara, she's preparing all herself for an eventual victory over the over a oh, victory was looks like you know what you better like, like keep your um, like keep your ego in check this and that ego and, that. and mm. yeah and so we have the match so between Bully Ray Bully and Sting versus Christopher Daniels and Kazarian Christopher and, and, and that's a good way of saying this match it was. It was it's as you like, expect from a guy. Like, from a guy. I don't know. It's like there's a part of me that's like, so you can still go at it, but there's a part of me that's like, uh, I don't like. I just don't want to see. I just don't want to. And apparently, and what ends up happening at the end is that it's just shenanigans. Basically, Daniel takes a belt. And he's about to attack. Um, he's about to. I think he's attack a bully, but then things like, oh no no no, and the ring, the bell rings, and then, and then um. Thing uh, orders bully thing to, get, to get the table. And they set up the and table and they put a thing to get to Zarian. And they put and this thing gives them a scorpion the deathlock right, right, death right through a table. And I'm like, eh, table. interesting. Okay, and then moving on from there, uh, I'm reading it a little bit. I still, to this day, I mean, I can't. Sting. So, so <sighs> It, his relevance just seems it, I, I can't really weigh in too much on this just because I'm not really that huge a fan of TNA but uh, his his gimmicks are just getting shittier and shittier by the day I mean when he came out as the crow no first it was Surfer Sting wasn't it yeah, where Sting. Yeah, he, had the, he had the bleach blonde hair the crew cut and he basically he looked like the ultimate warriors the little brother that tries to be just like him yeah um, yeah then he went into that whole the crow gimmick, basically, where I'm flying from the rafters and you know I'm I'm deep and mysterious. I barely talk. Like I, I was watching Ready to Rumble like a week or two ago. I still love that movie. And um, yeah, the, the, his his character where you know he's deep and mysterious, and I have a baseball bat and a trench coat 
look at me. Um, yeah. yeah. Then I he he kind of dropped out after the end of WCW, didn't he? Yeah. I don't yeah, remember. Like, yeah. Whatever. Like, I'm, still getting, I'm still getting paid by uh, by Ted Turner because apparently they, they um AOL Time Warner still acknowledges like all of our uh, still have to pay up all of our contracts. So I'm just I'm just gonna sit here and do nothing. Yeah, and then he and then the whole TNA resurgence and uh, and um, more or less then he started doing the Joker gimmick, didn't he? Oh God! Oh God! I just it's it's just it's one of those things that dear God it just it, it needs to stay dead and buried. Um, the only one that should really do that particular Joker is is Heath Ledger. And it should stay buried with him, more or less, in in, in, in my opinion. I agree. But, um, I agree. so, yeah, it, it's, it, moving on. Anything else you want to add? I mean, it, I'm pretty sure there's I still, still a lot to go. I'm going to point out this card. It's, yeah. like, it's, it's kind of a fantastic show. And the worst part is this is a go-home show for a pay-per-view. It's like, really, like, this is supposed to, like, garner any kind of interest other than Zima Aya versus RVD. Anyways, mm-hmm. anyway, Yelk and Miss Tessmark. Yelk, uh, whatever. Uh, whatever. Like, like, like it, it's a it's like, a polar opposite like, of that Caitlyn um Kate, that that Caitlyn match we had like on Raw, where it's just like this is totally a match you can this skip and not even miss anything. Like, mm-hmm. Um, so like, so there's a lot of talking. So Jesus Christ! And then Christ, and the main event. And the it was Jeff Hardy versus was Bobby Roode. Bobby um, Bobby would get, uh, got, uh, get put, got, um, put, got, um, got, Jeff Hardy with a low blow, and then he, and he they disqualified him, and then this prompted Austin Aries to come out, and Austin Aries was like, you know what, like, this and that, blah, 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 you know, you can't handle, you can't handle a guy like Bobby Roode, like, like, why do you think you can handle me, and then Jeff Hardy is like, Oh, you know what? Oh, I took enough bad salts to know that know I can beat you at Bound for Glory. That dude yeah, is that's just... That's uh, Basically, he just calls him out for being arrogant. I've, I've always hated Jeff Hardy, uh, mostly because I'm an Edge fanboy. And I just, I never thought, I mean, the Hardys, they were interesting, they were good to see. They were a good tag team. And then as they split, they just got in, they, uninteresting. Matt Hardy just got fat, and then he had a little spat with, you know, with Edge and Lita. Yeah. And, um, yeah. and that's more or less all I really remember, to be honest. And, um, yeah. And, uh, Jeff Hardy, uh, biggest tweaker that I've, that I've ever really seen in professional, uh, Entered, well, actually, no, that, 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 I'm not going to really touch that because I'm pretty sure there are more. But he's just one of those people that I really don't need to see more of. Um, and, yeah, anything else you'd like to add? I, I'm pretty sure there's a hell of a lot more. I'm reading a lot more, but I think these are just final thoughts. Um, uh, just, uh, like, that's a, that's a, like, whatever at this point. Like, whatever. Let's just, let's, just, let's just get on to the last show. Just, maybe the press now. Maybe the press now. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, um, so are we just going to go through to it, or are you going to... Oh, so, 
introduction for Ramses. He's an interesting guy. Uh, he, he he does good commentary. He he goes into a lot more than what uh, King and, and, and Matthews and Booker T and everyone else really used to go into. He actually talks more about the wrestler and, and you know, their, their um, what am I going to say, what's the, uh, what they've done, more or less, their accomplishments yeah. as far as, like, yeah. uh, as far as how they go. Um, so he, he's, he's a good commentator. He's a good commentator. He balances Matthews well. Matthews is just straight by the book. Um so it, it, it's 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 interesting to see with 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 a JBL. Um, I guess Booker T comes out and uh, he, of course he notes, oh, the WWE World Heavyweight Championship will be on the line in two weeks from Sunday, which is common knowledge. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I, Sheamus of course is going to be going after Big Show or no, Big vice versa more or less. I should say, yeah, Big Show just because they they um, Big uh, Show. Is going after uh, Sheamus. Well, pretty much anyone that's going after that belt. He's just he's he shifted his focus more or less from random people. I guess he's he's kind of, he's he's trying to be that. I you know I'm I'm a I'm a force to be reckoned with, and you never know when I'm going to strike. And no, that like, gimmick is like, because quite frankly, I realize I I can't realize this him. Like Sheamus and Del Rio have headlined for SmackDown for approximately five pay-per-views straight. You need to get your points. You do. It's just it could be done a lot better, in my opinion. But that can be said just about the WWE in general. A lot of the stuff could be done a lot better than it actually is. So... And then, you know, everyone's wondering, okay, who's going to, you know, what what's going to be, you know, the finisher, what's going to be taking this, you know, taking this 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 down or taking this out, the bro kick or the the knockout punch, that just that that dirty right hand that that the big show has, which I honestly I think it could be a, a bit better done or a bit better executed, but that's just me. So yeah. Big yeah. Show comes out, uh, of course, you know, booze left and right. Um, and they show, you know, a replay, a, a big show taking out the bro kick, you know, just, just nerfing it to all hell. Yeah, and basically, a, yeah, wasn't that the, the, wasn't that the, from uh, Raw? That was, 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 or no, does he choke? I don't even remember. It's, it's, it was just one of those things that I just didn't care about at the time. Um, they come out, uh, and let's see, isn't, yeah, it, it's, they, they mention that the Big Show, I guess, is, you know, it, is his punch is like, what is it? I guess, like, a, so yeah, it says right here. Power. Uh, just a uh, disgusting amount of power, of course, because he's a big dude, and his, I'm pretty sure his right hand is about the size of my head, which I'm pretty sure he can go and go my head like a basketball. But well, 
and, and, of course, you know, me and Sam had jokes, like, when uh, he attacked Mr. McMahon, like, like, basically, like, a couple like, months back. It's like, yeah. the sheer force like, of the wind the alone knocked him over. Yeah, yeah, really, that's that's all that it was at that point, but, you know, they, they measure out their, their respective moves. Uh, of course, the big show is going to be stronger. Um... And, uh, yeah, that, that's all that could really be said about that. Um, going on, uh, uh, the first match is Sheamus against Tensai. Now, Tensai is just... Uh, yeah. Yeah. I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. It's just... Uh, they got rid of what's-his-name, I think. Uh, that the little... Um, Sakamoto? Yeah, they got rid of Sakamoto. Just because I'm pretty sure people are tired of seeing him get beaten on. But yeah. Tensai, yeah. He, I'm just gonna, I'm just, I'm not gonna refer to him as Tensai anymore because that's just that, that name pisses me off. Um, Prince Albert, really, a, a, he's he's not interesting at all. He had that whole, I'm strong and fast. Look at me go. Look at this ferocity or this ferocity, and it just it gets it got old quick. Once you had yeah. Cena just take him out with his retard strength and pod armor. Yeah. After that. Prince Albert really had nothing. He had nothing at all. And then he was coming out. He's going up against Jobbers, of course, again and again. And it just it, it was, it was just about as interesting as seeing a two-year-old jump around. Um, yeah. So I I guess uh, Sheamus won this match by pinfall. Um, yeah, that that's pretty much it. And then uh, let's see. I guess uh, they have a, uh, a recap of Alberto Del Rio uh, taking out Randy Orton. Um, Orton says he's going to you know, respond to the attack. He's going to come out. Uh, Ricardo Rodriguez is nervous about Randy Orton being there. That was one of the things that I did catch um, was Ricardo Rodriguez running around the back, panting, looking for Randy Orton. And he hears Randy Orton in, in one of the rooms. The guy's like, oh, that he's in there. And then it's, it cuts to... Um, Fuck, what does it cut to? It cuts to uh, Hornswoggle playing with a wrestling buddy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I really, I don't know. I that, There's not really much else to be said about that. Um, Santino and Zack Ryder, they show up against Jinder Mahal uh, and Heath Slater. Drew McIntyre's and, you know, he's standing around. Um, that's basically it. The match is but yeah, the, the the match goes through. Heath Slater and, and Jinder Mahal win. Um, then they do another the air guitaring, mm-hmm. and then another right out of left field match. Kane and Ziggler. Um, I don't know what. No one, know the, there was no setup. There was no nothing. I think this is like it a just it's like oh Monday, but it's just like hey, like, we had a match. Hey. This is the biggest problem with, with SmackDown, in my opinion. It's like. They don't like, tell you these types of things. It, it just happens, and it just, you're automatically assumed that this happens. Just, that just that's, happens. Not you, like, that's not how. That's not how it works. Yeah, it's just it's a it's a brief recap. It's just all that there really really is, and that that's that's all that can be said. Um, then getting into it, I, I'm just gonna say it. SmackDown has not been the same since Edge left about two years ago. It just it's it's gone completely downhill. I mean, Orton tried to carry the show, and it was good for for the time being. And then 
it just it went nowhere fast. It seriously it just went right off a fucking cliff and it hasn't been the same. It's just I don't blame you. Like, um, I don't, I, like, like, well, well, what was like, it, like, two, three weeks ago? Three weeks ago? Before, before the Mysterious before appearance of Stan, Stan? Um, we had uh, SmackDown, the and on SmackDown, and we had um, Edge come out, just, like, Edge. randomly, like, hey, I'm Edge. And, yeah. holy crap, and like, he still had, like, a lot more personality than, like, everybody like, in the, in the, course, in he the SmackDown period. He's a he's one of those wrestlers that will stand the test of time. He will he will stay forever cemented as one of the best, and rightfully so. Uh, you know, he was one of those cutthroat personalities that you know I'm gonna do what I need to get to the top, whether it be you know screwing over uh, who was it, um, just about everyone really, just about everyone. He, he yeah, like did not care. Big like one the big was, uh, was of course Cena when he we course, just came out and cashed in the money in the bank. Yeah, and my favorite belt <laughs> behind the uh, the classic Intercontinental title, the uh, the rated R spinner. I love that oh, belt, yeah. and uh, oh. I'm sad I don't you know oh. see much of it. Um, so there was that, uh, and then you know when he came back and he won the Royal Rumble, I I, I love that. I cried. I really did. It was oh. just amazing to see. Oh. Awesome. Um, oh. Yeah, and. Pretty much it. So, moving on, I could talk. Yeah, just as you said, we you know we could fill up an entire segment talking about you know Stone Cold. I can do the same thing with Edge. Um, I think the next one is uh, I guess as it shows Kofi Kingston and Big Show. This match really nothing needs to be said. Big Show, of course, takes out Kofi Kingston. This is nothing that even needed to be discussed. Uh, I, I guess the only seen this match many times before, but we all know it's like at this point Kofi Kingston is just being fed to Big Show at this point. Yeah, they they just need something to fill in the time frame. Um, Miz comes out, and you know he's he's doing commentary, and of course he's gloating about himself. And I really, uh, I main evented you know WrestleMania like two or three years ago. Big fucking whoop! You sound like a one-hit wonder. Oh my god! Just uh, just listen back to a, to a couple of our previous episodes. Trust me, you're not alone with the, with the Miz on this one. It's just like, god damn it, just shut up. I don't see how people can find him fucking relevant anymore. I really don't. No, I don't either. I'm still wondering, like, what what's the whole purpose of this? Other than that sweet jacket he has. It is pretty awesome. It is. It's made out of like twenty different leather jackets. I know. Um. <laughs> you, have no, you have no right to wear something like that. Exactly. There, there are a few superstars that can pull off extremely gaudy looks. Edge was one of them. Um, let's see who else. Ran, of course, Macho Man Randy Savage. Um, okay, yeah, enough about that, really. Anyway, um, let's, let's, let's keep going on this. Yeah, so he delivers a message, a very uninteresting message. Um uh, Del Rio walks. Uh, really, honestly, nothing that can really be said. Caitlin and Layla. Um, Caitlin and Layla find a wig in in Eve's bag, and they're like, "You're, you're maybe the one that attacked me." And everyone's like, "I don't know." And Eve's like, "I don't know what you're talking about." And then that's how it ended. I'm like, "Yeah, that's that's all that can oh really God, be said." Like seriously, Sherlock Holmes has already solved this case like in in his sleep already. Yeah, she went from bitchy, like, she went from, like, Kelly Kelly's sidekick to, 
oh, uh, I'm Zack Ryder's girlfriend, too. Oh, I'm just a cold-hearted bitch. I'm going to do whatever it takes for me to get forward. And then that got squashed quick, and she disappeared, and she came back. And, oh, I'm going to be, you know, uh, John Ryder's assistant. And then from there, she just kind of dropped out again. She was, you know, pretty disliked. And then I don't know where she just tries to be, okay, I'm here. I'm just here for the sport. And then she comes back as uh, Booker T's assistant, and... And she's, like, showing some kind of, um, I guess I would say, really, like, a, she has some, it, it, it's really weird to explain, but she has this, like, she she has a bit of a heel moment each and every now and then, each and every, you know, uh, each and every taping, but it's just, it's not, I don't even know why I'm talking about this for so long. She is fucking not interesting at all. She's not even that attractive. God damn it. Okay, we're wasting time on this bitch. Uh... <laughs> Running down. Uh, so, Sin Cara and Sandow, uh, it, it was, it was, I, I really, there could have been more from this match. Uh, typical Sin Cara, springboards, handstands, back elbows. Um, that's pretty much it. Uh, Hurricane Rana over the referee, et cetera, et cetera, gets the win, blah, 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 blah. Daniel Bryan, more Kane shenaniganery. Um, and then I guess uh, Kane and, and, uh, and Daniel Bryan have a little spat about who will face Alberto Del Rio. Apparently Alberto Del Rio goes over with uh, with, with Daniel Bryan. I, I, I'm not going to lie. I, I, ha- I fell asleep uh, right when, uh, I think it was right after the Kofi Kingston Big Show match, I took a nap. And I woke up and I saw the end of this match. And uh, Alberto oh Rio, he's exactly the same thing I felt after. Like, there was an episode of Impact where, like, quite literally, and, and this is the kind of match that it shouldn't make me sleepy, but it did. I suddenly passed out while watching a, an AJ Styles, uh, Chris or Daniel match on TV. I'm like, literally, I'm like, can't stay awake. Impact. Yeah. I, <laughs> I woke up like it was like uh, not only was it over, but it was like it was like. It was like the infomercials that they give, like right after, like it goes off air. I'm like, what? I missed everything. Yeah. Yeah. Like I just, I seriously, like I woke up and like I saw like the little like WWE logo thing, the icon, and I'm like, okay, well, whatever. I guess I'll look this up in the meantime. And I didn't. I just went on with my day or my night at that point. Um, yeah. I guess yeah. So it, it was a the night itself. It just it. it SmackDown, of course, the lesser of the two shows, and I, I guess um, it is. main event. It is. It really, it really it, does, and it really because, like, like we said earlier, we have this match with um, Dolph Ziggler and Kane, and there was no announcement, there was no hype for it, and yet they're like the biggest thing on like they're like the biggest thing like ever at this point. Yeah, it's they're the only thing is kind of keeping this and. I mean, I guess Randy Orton. I guess maybe did did he show up tonight? I guess from what I'm reading on these okay, dirt so sheets, I I. Although you and Daniel Bryan have a match, and um, basically at the end of the match, though you'll get some get Daniel Bryan by by the arm by the arm bar, and you know he was in the middle of the ring, so he couldn't. So Daniel Bryan couldn't do anything, so he he tapped, and then though you'll get to Mike, he's like you know. Mira ese perro! Mira, this, look at this dog right here. 
Yo, yeah. Yo, that dog, Tony oh, Orden. Yo, yo, he's a little dog. He's always he's not gonna come out because he'll he will, he will never come out. And then he like don't like listen. He try he starts mimicking um. Yeah, I see that he he does he does Orden's pose at little. He does like the arms spread out pose like before he shits on yeah. before he shits on what's her face's um bag, and then he comes like Randy Orton's is no he does that first and then he goes to do the viper position. Where he has his knuckle, where he like lays down with his and he starts living with the knuckles, and then Randy Orton's right behind him. And he's like, woof, woof. he runs away. No, actually, they fight, and, and then because... like they're fighting on top of the commentating uh, on top of the commentating um, chair, um, table, and then yeah, um, the real like moves out of the way, but that leaves um, that that leaves uh, Ricardo Rodriguez there with Randy Orton. Randy Orton RKO's. Ricardo Rodriguez on the table, and that's how the show ends. Yeah, it's it. I, I'm gonna say it. Orton, yeah. The, the highlight of the night was was Orton giving uh, a Rodriguez an RKO. I as, as I'm, I'm a Sin Cara fan, but I even found that more interesting than their match. Um, yeah, Randy Orton, uh, uh, spice uh, spice love aside. Um, He's he's good he's good wrestling he's good entertainment Orton could possibly carry SmackDown it's just he just needs to he just needs to stop fucking up more or less that that could really that that just that just summarizes everything. No, um, that, whenever he fucks up, he comes back like worse than ever. Like after his last like suspension, yeah, he was just horrid. And the worst part is like. Oh my god, and this is the worst part. He was part of what I could honestly believe was one of my favorite matches of the year. Like, there, there, there was a four-way... There was, he was part of the four-way match between um, Jericho, himself, Del Rio, and Sheamus. <clears throat> I think it was over the limit. That was, I think, one of my favorite matches of the year. I honestly gotta believe that at this point. And go from that amazing... Like, his amazing, his amazing match... To like to where he is right now, where just like he's just kind of sluggish and just doesn't give a shit anymore. It's like, oh, god damn it, what happened? Yeah, he's he's no longer good TV. It's just it's like he just uh, he lost pretty much everything that made him what he was. He, yeah, I think, that's the biggest problem right now. He just needs to go back to not talking so much. And just going out and fucking people up. That's that's all that it really needs. That's all that his character needs, and that's all it should say. But yeah, of course, that's, that's they're the best, that's trying the best to course right now for him to do is just like just say little and just he, kick ass. Yeah, but he's, he's one of the people like. Oh god. Yeah. It's uh, long story short. I guess you know. Of course, Raw stole this particular week in wrestling. Um, highlights of it were. Very few and far between. It was another somewhat stale week. I guess next week is is uh, is the champions, um, or not the champions. I'm sorry, brain fart. Um, Hell in a Cell. Yeah. So no, we're gonna be t- like we have- this today. It's in two weeks. So yeah, it's not this. It's not this coming Sunday, but the next Sunday after this. So in two Sundays we'll be yes. talking about this. But yeah. Um. We're, this week is Bound for Glory, and we will have a discussion about Bound for Glory on the next show. Depending on if I don't commit suicide or not at the end of the sh- at the end of that show. I guess, am I on suicide watch now that Stan is nowhere to be seen? He's MIA. Yeah, he's. Well, he, we'll, he's we'll, we'll go. I'll, I'll keep an eye. So. 
<laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll make sure you're all right, buddy. All right. Um, so I I really uh, yeah, I guess I can pretty much that that wraps up this particular review. Unless you have anything else to really add. That's fine. Also, it's like I said, like we we both hit the nail on it. It was just like basically, this show is just so fucking inconsequential, at period. Which is like, oh my god, I just don't want to. I I just don't want to. I think right now. I think but, they could just stick with raw. And be fine. They don't need yeah, to add as much part, as like with raw. If you just stick with raw, you'll be fine. And just like that shouldn't be the case. It really, yeah, it's. SmackDown lost momentum about two years back, um, and that's all that really needs to be said. There hasn't really been anything interesting coming from it. Um, yeah. yeah. yeah and so, like, uh, overall, it's like the the best show of the of the week has to be Raw, because well, I don't know. Yeah. It, it, didn't, it didn't viciously piss me off, so. Yeah, I mean, it, it did what it needed to, and it showed what it needed to. I just. Yeah, and I guess that wraps up this particular podcast for, uh, yeah, that, that, that should be it. Um, yeah, yeah, I think that's, I think that's <laughs> it for me, too. Like, I, I'm already tapped out, and there's already, like, I don't really have much really more. I'm trying to see if there's any news or anything we can talk about, but there isn't really much at all, so. No, I guess no. I should wrap it up then, huh? Nothing. Yep, over. Alright, so you can find us at www.plasticjoint.com. Again, that website is www.plasticjoint.com. So, as for me, I am Ramses. And I'm Eric. And that's it. We're tapped out. And we usually say, ring the damn bell, but ring the damn bell. Not ever ring the damn bell. Fans, we talked so much about what a night this was a history making night. It's the biggest crowd ever to see a televised wrestling event on cable TV, and you're a part of it.